This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Karis Hell. It's, I mean, kind of what it sounds like. This episode is a Chris Dix free zone. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And the only reason I can say that is because Corsanta's not here. It's true. And I probably said that wrong with the wrong emphasis or something, but I don't care. Fair. But yes, we watched Karis Hell this week, as suggested to us by Brett Sontag, uh, who is the supposed alleged real cousin of our horse Santa. And there's also a two-legged finger of destruction. That's I've heard anyway. Yeah. That's, that's the title I appended to him. I have no idea how much destruction he's actually brought. In. Yeah. Nor can I confirm the amount of legs. <laughs> nor can I confirm that he's actually horse Santa's cousin. <laughs> I mean, allegedly. Oh man. But yeah, so uh, our horse Lanta was not here to watch this with us, so we watched it without him because that's how things work in our plane of existence. Yeah. It's weird how that happens. It is strange <clears throat> occasionally. Yep. Uh, so, Chris, how does this movie film start? Uh-oh, I'm having a problem because now I'm getting two things all screwed together in my head. <laughs> there, Okay, this not does not start in 1944. It doesn't start in 1944. It starts, uh, I believe, with a little monologue at a uh, amusement park. Yeah, if you want to call it well, that. We'll call it a theme park because I think it had a theme. I don't know how amusing it was, but it had a theme. Uh, yeah, it's a theme park because it did not seem to be amusing. <laughs> And we get a monologue from uh, Carousel Unicorn. Duke. Duke. His name is Duke. <laughs> and Duke is tired of living the life of a Carousel Unicorn. Yeah, because it sucks there. And then they show you all the various <gasps> rides and attractions at the theme park. And they just generally suck. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad theme park. Yeah, it is Six Flags over... Fucking Tallahassee or something. I don't know. It's Six Flags over Duluth. There you go. <laughs> Which is not terribly far from an actual Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, probably it's a third of the state of Minnesota or something, but, you know. I mean, that's probably far. I guess. Depends where you're at. In Minnesota, it's not that far. If you live in New York City, it's a really long distance. <laughs> To I mean, like travel that amount of distance from the city. If you go long, Minnesota, it depends. If you go long ways or short ways. Yeah. Well, also, that's generally why you just measure things by minutes out there instead of by miles. You're like, oh, yeah, it's like 30 minutes away or an hour away or an hour and a half away. So, like, you actually have an idea of how far it actually is. True. And Duke is not pleased with his current situation. No, he's got kids sitting on him. They Sometimes they piss. Sometimes they, you know, sneeze on him or cough on him or rub their sticky ketchup corn dog hands on him or whatever. Yeah. He does not like. He don't care for it, which is understandable. Nope. Yep. And then we meet up with uh, family. Yes. So there are three members of the family. Mm-hmm. There is uh, the Pussy Barn employee mother. Yeah. Good Good name. I'll <laughs> yeah. give you one guess as to what the Pussy Barn is. <laughs> but they did just have a health trainer, like a safety training at work. And the daughter was like... What kind of safety trains do they have at a, at a strip club? And it was about blood and such, like bodily fluids, which makes sense. Yeah. Not the worst thing to have safety trainings on. 
Uh, we have the son who is called Lunchbox. His real name is Larry. Yeah, but his sister calls him Lunchbox because he collects his lunchboxes, collects lunchboxes, and also is kind of shaped like a lunchbox. By collect, you mean has three? A- at least three. Oh yeah, three that we know of. And he's got they gotta have thermoses. Because no one on the market wants a lunchbox without a ther- a collector's lunchbox without a thermos, the thermos in it. <laughs> yeah. As a guy with his own collectible hobby, I'm like, well, well, well noted movie. Yeah. Gotta have the manual and the box, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes those are more expensive than the actual games. Yep. That's like, like, well, I'm, I think the reason my lunar story uh, was so nice was because I had the book with it. Like, I mean, it was like the hardcover, like collector's book to go with it. I don't think I had the box though, but I know I do. It was a slip case. I had a slip case for it or something. Yeah. It's a, I think it was a dual case slip case and it had the hardcover little book thing that went in with it. Yeah, that one I scored a lot on because of that. And Thousand Arms also. I didn't have the box, but I had the the manual and the game. Yeah. It's very expensive thousand, for a bad game. Thousand's Arm, Thousand Arms is not worth that much money to play. <laughs> no, it's absolutely not. And I'm pretty sure I bought that used from GameStop back in the late 90s. So I made bank on that one. That's <laughs> true. Keep your stuff. You don't know how much it's going to be worth later. Never get rid of anything. That's my motto. Yeah. Yeah. Hoard everything. All, all your it. potions, all your high potions, all your X potions, all your elixirs. Yeah. Never all use of any of them. So it's like you don't even have them. Yeah. It's like playing hard mode. Never use your consumables. Nope. Not, not unless you absolutely need to. Uh, but yeah, or your ethers and your high ethers as well. Um, and then there's the daughter. I would call her dark haired girl, but almost every woman in this movie has dark hair. Yeah, I'm going to say it's like the anti Hollywood movie where everyone, everyone's blonde. The director had a type. Yeah, I think that's probably fair to say. At least the casting director at least had a type. Yeah. And she gets stuck with babysitting lunchbox because mom's yeah, gotta mom, go to work. Yeah, mom's gotta go to work. She's not gonna be home till late because she works at a strip club and apparently also does uh in call dancing. Yeah. Yeah. So they uh yeah, so she's like, Well, what am I supposed to do with this shithead? And the mom's like, I don't know, take him to Adventureland or whatever the fuck the name of that place is. Yeah, take him to theme park. That's where your boyfriend yeah. works. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's great until like seven or whatever when it closes. And then what do I do? And she's like, I have a party to go to. And Rob's like, we'll take him to the party. Play yeah. in the town of the donkey. Twister. Yeah, that's things how like parties that. work. Yeah. That's how teenage parties and time this movie was made work. Mid 2010s, uh, that's somewhere around right. there. Yeah. Also, I it say a, I say teenage it, party, but it was crowdfunded too. I think it was funded on Indiegogo. So, keep in mind these are supposed to be teenagers. I'm going to say late high school, early college. Yeah, I think that's what they're shooting for. For um, for like that, that's the why they write the characters is they're kind of in their like late teens, early twenties. Yeah, even though I think some of them are eligible to run for president, but <laughs> so they head to the theme park. Theme park. Lunchbox rides the carousel. Yeah, rides the carousel. He's all snotty, rubbing his snot off of his nose onto the onto the unicorn, which is the one who gave us the lovely monologue early on. Uh, and uh, to be just for posterity, wearing um, wearing a very nice shirt. It's like a laser cat shirt. Like I don't know. It's the it is the most meme shirt I've seen. Like actually printed. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
<laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if we can find. Maybe, maybe we'll find a picture of him put in the Patreon channel. But like, fuck that shirt was wild <laughs> in the best way possible. I was like, that shirt's amazing. It's terrible. It's so terrible. It's amazing. Indeed. And he's uh, grossing up the carousel horse, specifically Duke. Yes. Uh, this angries up Duke. Yep. And so, but they end up leaving because, you know, they, uh, they can't spend all day there. Um, well, she does try to have sex with her boyfriend in the car while Lunchbox is in the car. And, uh, but the, uh, the, what is, what is the, oh, I put the quote in the channel. I have to find it real quick. Cause. I think it's like, shut up. I'm trying like, will you be quiet? I'm trying to bang your sister or something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh that was pretty good. That doesn't go well. No, yeah, no, not really. Duke now has decided to throw off the shackles of the uh bourgeoisie. Yep, yeah, he's he's gone rogue. Uh, he, he kills the stone clown guy. Apparently, this is cowboy themed. I don't know if we said that. Well, you just said it had a theme. We didn't say what the theme was. I guess it's cowboys. Uh, yeah, Wild West. Yeah, something like that. So, the first uh, victim is the rodeo clown guy who runs the carousel, who is stoned. Very stoned. He's like, oh man, look, it's a carousel horse. Like, wait, what's it doing out here? I'm kind of confused. And when we say the carousel horse, like, it's a carousel horse. I it don't... doesn't move on screen. It's just like a static, non-moving. It's like a, weep... it's like a weeping angel. Like, it moves when you don't look at it. But when you uh, when you do look at it, you know, it, it can't move. Yeah. It's it's like, uh, it's basically like you take like a stuffed animal and st- make it the movie star, but it's only the stuffed animal. No CG, it's just like a thing. No, like, they do sometimes move it around in the frame. Yeah. But the, but like none of its limbs move while you're looking at it or anything. Sometimes they'll like, you know, have hooves come into screen as it's moving or it might change position. Like it might be had two or three different positions for it. But overall, it is just a fucking static carousel unicorn ride horse thing that they just haul around from scene to scene and move it, move it while you're not looking at it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's it's super low tech in the best way possible. It takes out clown guy. Yeah, stabs him right in the neck with his horn. And the the effects in this movie range from okay to fucking pretty good, oddly yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. They definitely uh, spent a little bit of effort on the kills and the gore in this. Yeah, you would think that you're in for like bad effects, but every so often they go all the way and you're like, damn, actually. And everything's practical. I don't remember there being any like CGI blood in this. No, it's all like real stuff. Yeah, it's all in camera. So he takes out the clown, swears revenge on Lunchbox specifically. Yeah, because Lunchbox fucking rubbed his snot all over him, and if anything else was good, if anything was going to drive me to a murderous rage, murderly urdlerous rage, it would be that. Yeah, and he he takes off into the uh, afternoon, I suppose. Yeah, yep. Um, and that I think that is when. Oh, also, so that's when uh, Lunchbox's sister is trying to get to Pound Town with her boyfriend, but. Lunchbox is cock blocking by being in the car with them and talking. And also then there's weird cowboy cool. Yeah, he's like the mascot. He's the the Mickey Mouse of this place. 
Yeah, he's the person in the hat, you know, the big the big oversized head and big oversized gloves. And he's the cowboy of whatever, you know, Westworld or whatever this fuck the name of this place is. And he's Nothing. apparently he understands what is happening with Duke to some degree. Yeah, he has to go the, get his magic gun from the ball pit. Yeah. And how that guy was going to get those gloved fingers through the trigger guard on that gun, I have no fucking clue. And just to be clear, nothing about Cowboy Cool reads as cool or cowboy. No. Not not in any way. It looks like he a is- bootleg-ass Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Funko Pop Indiana Jones if Funko Pop couldn't get the rights to Indiana Jones. <laughs> so yeah. It was like legally legally not legally distinct but legally indistinct. Yeah, how close do we get to Indiana Jones without it being actionable by lawyers? Turns mm-hmm. out this close. Yep. Uh so he, he gets his gun like you do because, you know, America. Yep, America. Meanwhile. Um, so meanwhile, um, well, Lunchbox and Sister go back home for a little bit to get ready for the party. Even though Lunchbox isn't super excited about going to the party, but Sister is. Even though her boyfriend can't show up until, like, Three hours into the party. Yeah, also he's dead now. He got killed Is at it? the theme park. Oh, okay. We didn't talk we didn't say that though, Chris. Yeah. Then no, I know, I know. I'm I'm okay. amending. Alright, we just flashback the guy gets killed. Yeah, imagine after the clown dies, this other guy dies. He's in a high vis yeah. suit uh, vest for some reason. <clears throat> yeah. Well, because he's working with large with large expensive machinery. A carousel. I guess. Um, and then there is a couple who are having a picnic out in the meadow. Yep. And and he's like, you know, honey, I love you. And, and you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, what's that? And they look over and the, there's just the carousel horse is just like lying on its side in the meadow. And she's like, did you get me a carousel horse? How, you know I love carousel horses. I can't believe you did that. And he's like, oh, yeah, honey, I totally did that. And she's like, did did Jeff help you with this? And she's like, he's like, oh, yeah, Jeff totally helped me with this. Yeah, it's real dumb. And he, he goes over and to inspect the carousel horse, and Duke says something to him. And he's like, oh, wait, carousel horses shouldn't talk. That's not right. And then he goes to run away. And somehow Duke just launches ninja stars into his back. Sure, yep. can if you prefer. Yep. Uh, uh, <laughs> no idea how or where they came from or anything. Just fucking shuriken into the back as yeah. he's running away. And this panics his lady friend, not Duke's, but the other guy. Yeah. She runs into the forest, uh, screaming. Duke mm-hmm. catches up with her and garrotes her. Which is yeah, fucking I'd... great because it's just like a fucking carousel horse that somebody's holding the wire by its little yeah. hooves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's got the wire like from behind the tree trunk. It's put the wire around her neck. It's just holding it with its hooves and pulls it back hard enough to like literally cut her head off of her body. Yeah, it's so dumb but so funny. Then we cut to the party. The party. Where we meet Preston. Yeah, good old Preston and his Who, girlfriend. Yeah, uh Sarah? Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah, so Sarah, yeah, and she's like, Oh hey, great you came, like and like Preston's around somewhere, we're just getting started, blah blah blah. And then Preston comes out and he's like, Hey, I got these beads that I'm trading to women of and they show me their boom. And lead daughter girl is like yeah i'm you're not gonna see my boobs unless i'm way drunker than i am now and he's like all right two hours yeah 
And yeah. then he's like, hey, sugar tits, show me your boobs. And some lady who walked out, like, shows him her boobs and he tosses her some beads. And I guess we got to see boobs. There is a pretty good bit where he tells uh, Siri to set a timer for 45 minutes so he can see her boobs. Which is <laughs> oh, <pretty> yeah. <laughs> Siri, set a timer yeah, was... for 45 minutes so I can see some boobs. <laughs> um so we are introduced to a few more people at the party there is pierre and margot mm-hmm. who are a french brother and sister who uh sarah is trying to impress she has french fries mm-hmm. french a french bread pizza coming um other French things that I don't like things that have French in the name but aren't French. I don't remember what they were. Yeah. But yeah, like just like she has this list of things that are like French this and French that. None of them are French or like classy in any way. And they're all like, Ugh, this sounds disgusting. And then she's like, Well, I do have like some uh what crackers and cheese and wine. Do you like you guys like that, right? And the guy's like, Well, I guess that it would be like, it's not fancy, but sure. So she brings out, it is a platter of, like, Ritz crackers with, like, slices of, like, processed American cheese on them and a bottle of Captain Z's authentic pirate wine. <laughs> Just like a real pirate. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? What the fuck is pirate wine? And why is there authentic version of it? It's not like that fake pirate wine you've been drinking. Nope. And so the uh, the French people have a uh, have a bit of a rage on it and throw the cheese and crackers away and dump the wine down the drain of the sink. Um uh, then and then so Sarah's like, What about ratatouille? Do you guys like ratatouille? And it's like, well, it's it's not fancy, but sure, like how can you screw that up? And she's like, Great, I love that movie. We'll watch that after we watch this next movie. And they're all they're both like Le fuck. They <laughs> fuck indeed. <laughs> and then um so then the party is kind of getting going. There are more people there. There is um the there's... the darker skinned woman who Preston keeps trying to see her boobs but won't show him her boobs. Yeah, there's like the jock guy. Yeah, jock like jock jingoistic like he came out like in 1980s, like pro. He's like he's pro. If in the 80s, he'd be pro Reagan to the max. Yeah, completely. Um, the, the rest, I don't know. They they're not really they they no, exist. Lunchboxes wander around. He he grabs some of the processed cheese out of the trash at some point. Um, but what does show up is the pizza guy. <laughs> God bless the pizza guy. <laughs> From Pete's Pizza, voted forty second best in the county. That's that's so and that's not good. A, that's not my joke. That's what it says on the back of his shirt. It's so good, boy. The pizza guy does a lot of heavy lifting through this he, part. Man, that, that dude probably his back probably hurts so bad after this movie because he carried that movie on <laughs> his back. He's a low bearing pizza guy for sure. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so he gets in there and he's like delivers the pizzas and uh, protagonist daughter is like, hey, fresh meat. And she's like, hey, do you have a uh, a big sausage pizza for me? And he's like, no, there's no sausage pizza. They didn't order any sausage pizza. And she's like, uh, would you like to, I don't know, like enjoy some stuffed crust? And he's like, no, we didn't. We did, they didn't order any stuffed crust. <laughs> what I would really like, like is my $42 so I could leave. Yeah. Yeah. Give my $42.39 so I can get out of here because I need to get paid before I can leave and deliver all the other pizzas that are in my car. And Preston's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let me go get your ca- cash and just never comes back. <laughs> and at some point it's revealed that he's a brony. Oh, yes. Yes. Because Sarah is like, you should just tell, like, he's like, she's like, what's up with like the beads and stuff? Like, dude, you are like, trying way too hard to seem like super heteronormative like just let them know that you love unicorns man that you love that the the magic unicorn show that we watched together 
You like, you know, like it's the equivalent of a brony, but it's like unicorns instead of My Little Ponies. Um, and so she starts like she has like she like basically outs him to the crowd like, look, no one's judging you, and they're all like just laughing their asses off at him for being in love with unicorns. Um, and they're like, what's your favorite episode of the unicorn show? And he's like, season two. And I know this is gonna blow your mind, but episode six. Yeah, it's pretty. And everyone's weird. just like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> like, no one knows the episode six of season two is because none of them watch the show. It's just, oh god, like my nerd, my my like my nerdy teenage soul was just dying because I was like, that would have happened to me if I had said anything like that I was interested in at that point. To a group of people at a party at that age. Yeah, it's a little too identifiable. Yeah. I mean, now if I said I play D and D, people are like, oh great, D and D's fun. For some reason, everybody plays D and D now, but yeah. not when I was a teenager. <laughs> it was not super cool. Not in the least. In fact, it was quite the opposite. Yeah, super uncool. And so, and, and meanwhile, like, yeah, like the daughter is still just like trying to like insert the pizza guy inside of herself, and he just keeps cock blocking her by not understanding what is going on and just wishing that he had the money so he could leave. Yeah. And he's, and like, every time she's like, she mentions like a calzone, he's like, oh, calzone's for $13.99 right now, you know? And like, <laughs> and just like, he, he's always oh, so earnestly a pizza guy that it is fantastic. Yeah, they play a rousing game of Never Have I Ever. Yeah. And it was like, Never Have I Ever Been Paid for This Pizza. <laughs> Never Have I Ever Been to France. Yep. And then, like, the the French people don't, like, drink. Or they they basically whatever they I forget how never have ever works because so I never played it. They you have your fingers up and if if somebody says never have I ever, you gotta put your finger down if you did the thing. Right. So the French twins or brother and sister don't put their fingers down and they're like, Qua? And they're like, We're Canadian, you assholes. <laughs> yeah, we're from Quebec. <laughs> Which is a good joke. It's so good. And uh yeah, then uh but then uh Ronald Reagan Jr. gets he loses on that one. He he's like, God France. I never should have gone to France. <laughs> it's it's real good. Uh yeah. Um and then at some point Duke shows up. Yeah. He and so D- Duke, his whole thing is he'll kill you and then make a shit pun. Yes. That's like oh, his, like, his steez. Yeah, like there was a guy outside the party who said, I don't know what he said. And Oh, they show up at the party, shows up at the party, and there's these two guys out front drinking, and they're like, oh, man, it's a unicorn. Like, yeah, man, like we should make a wish because unicorns grant wishes. And one guy, like one drunk guy, turns to the other drunk guy, like, "Man, I love you. I wish we could die together." And then, like, so Duke uses his telekinesis to shoot two like lawn flamingos through them, like you do. And they, and he's like, "They're like, oh, we got our wish." <laughs> it's real dumb. <laughs> it's super dumb. He also cuts the top of some guy's head off, like at the jaw. So, oh like, yeah, that was open. gnarly. That was a good gnarly one. I don't remember what what the guy said to him or anything, but it was that was one of the better kills. It was just like just a throwaway kill almost. Yeah, it just like happens. He said the guy says something and Duke just kicks his head in half. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit, okay. <laughs> that just happened. That was like a third of the budget of this movie. Was that one yeah. s- shot? <laughs> Duke now realizes uh, he's stuck outside. Yep. And he's like, oh, fuck. How am I even going to get in this house? Because um, he's a carousel horse. He can't open doors. No, so he rings the doorbell with his horn. Yeah. 
Only use your horn only when you have to, as my wife's uh, unicorn greeting card told her once. Reasonable. Yep. This gets everybody to the door. Well, it gets Parker, Sarah? Preston? Preston, right. Sarah and protagonist girl. Yeah. And, and, and he's got like a couple pizza boxes wedged on between his legs and his neck. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's the pizza guy. And the pizza guy's like, I'm here already. And I still haven't been paid. <laughs> yeah. Then they decide to bring him in. Mm-hmm. We're treated to uh, them being super excited. Sarah being entirely too excited. Yeah, she talks about his ass. And then she makes it clear afterwards that she was obviously talking about Preston's ass and not the unicorns. Yeah. Foreshadowing, maybe? We'll see. His his horny ass. Uh, then we're treated to a montage of like oh. sick party times with the unicorn. <laughs> yep. Ronald Reagan passes out at some point and they like draw a dick on his face. The unicorn apparently vomits into a toilet. Um Yeah, just it's it's wild. It's just, you know, wild party stuff, but it's fun. It's funny. Um, they, they decide to take the unicorn upstairs. And so Preston enlists the pizza guy to take him to take him, but the guy upstairs, the, the unicorn upstairs, mostly because Preston says that his money is upstairs. Yeah. The pizza guy's like, dude, I'll take this thing wherever the fuck you want. If you just pay me so I could leave, I'm going to get fired. Keep talking his dog, Otis, Otis, Otis Bunkmeyer. Yeah, Spunkmeyer. <laughs> yeah. Who has cancer, but the vet will only take payment up front so they can't start treatments until he's paid. So if he doesn't get paid, he's gonna if he doesn't get out of here, he's gonna lose his job and he won't be able to pay for his dog's cancer treatments, and his best friend in the world is going to die. It's fucking crazy. It's so traumatic. I love it. So they take the they take Duke upstairs. Uh, Sarah slides off from the group. Yeah, she's like, oh, hey, I'm going to go, um, I don't know, like, get a drink and go to the bathroom and, I don't know, like, run a marathon. I'll be gone for a while. Yeah. And uh, then a thing happens. It <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. It seems like they're hinting it's going to happen. But, man... <laughs> It definitely happens. And that is the best the best sex thing ever put to film. <laughs> I mean, you know what they say about art, right? I don't know art, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. This shit is same art. Same with porn. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So yeah, so she starts coming on to the unicorn and she's like stroking his horn and like getting undressed, and then she's like and then she's like in her panties on the bed, like on her hands and knees. And she's like t- basically telling him to mount her or something. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I guess I don't mind if I do. And then he just, they just have a montage of different sex positions with her and this fucking carousel unicorn. And like, it's so fucking good. To the credit of this actress, she is fucking going for it. Like, oh yeah, she's just yeah, she's selling it like hardcore. No pun intended, but she's selling it hardcore. And it only works because a she is going for it. B, this is long enough that it goes from like wow, what's happening? Okay, all right, okay. No, this is funny because like they're going for it. Like yeah, they're all in on this bit. Yep. And goddamn, commitment to the bit. That's what it's all yeah. about. And apparently he finishes her with his magical seed, I think is how he describes yeah, yeah. it. Specifically, magical seed. <laughs> it's so dumb. And then, but then afterwards, like, she's like, why did you make me do that? And you're like, what? Like, no, girl, like, you went upstairs to go fuck that unicorn. Like there was 
there was no like ambiguity as to like what you were thinking before anything. Like there was, there like, was. I don't. Ten minutes of setup before that happened that you were gonna go fuck that unicorn. Yeah, like I, I really feel like they they just needed a way to have the unicorn kill her, and the only thing they could think of was to have her be like, "Why would you do that to me? Like, why would you make me do that?" La la la. la. And then he's just like, "Well, too late now." <laughs> yeah, and and like stomps on her face a little bit. And then the Canadians walk in because they're looking for a place to uh, get Incest. it on. Yeah, yeah. Wincest, I believe, but yeah, hashtag uh, Wincest. Yep. Oh yeah, the the protagonist girl is always on cheaper, like uh, cheaping. She's always cheaping on cheaper, uh, and she likes to say hashtag this and hashtag that about everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cheaper. I get it now. Yeah, it's like Twitter. Only they they cheap instead of tweet. Yeah, I X now. That's all I do. I'm Xing on X. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of fucking log- maniac has like an instantly recognizable thing? It says, "Nah, let's make it ambiguous and bad." Uh, Elon Musk. What a shithead. Yeah, I I I am convinced that Elon Musk is every blue checkmarked person on t- on Twitter. Now, since you have to pay for it, I'm assuming everybody that, that has a blue check mark next to their name is, is actually Elon Musk. Everybody on Twitter is a bot. Yeah, a bot or Elon Musk or both. Yeah, or an Elon Musk bot. Mm-hmm. So, Duke uh, rages out at this point. Yeah. He kills the uh, Quebecians. Yeah. Like, yeah, he like, what? Pulls one like rips the girl's throat out. I forget what she does to the guy. Pierre stabs him or something with his horn. Yeah. And then he gets a bow and arrow somehow. Yep. <laughs> and he shoots motherfuckers and, with a bow and arrow. And the bow is just like hung over the horse's neck. Like it's just like there's no fuck. It's so dumb. <laughs> And like fucking uh, Ron Reagan Jr. like fucking like punches one of the arrows out of the air. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "Bring it, motherfucker!" and tries to punch him, but he punched a carousel horse. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh, it hurts!" <laughs> like, so he fucks his hand all up, which is real dumb, but I love every second of it. Yeah. And then, because why the fuck not? The secret serial killer who had been stalking them for weeks shows up. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, he's like, "Oh, there's gonna be this party of like party of teenagers. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna fucking kill some bitches and dudes." <laughs> and then the guy, and then uh, the horse, is like, "Oh yeah, like that's a nice, that's a nice axe you got there. Can I see it?" And the guy's like, "Oh yeah, check this out. I'm like, oh yeah, it's got a good balance to it." And then he just buries the axe in the guy's head, <laughs> and he falls over dead. No more serial killer there. So now we're basically just down to a lunchbox, pizza man, and protagonist. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and lunch, or not lunchbox, a pizza guy eats it when, uh, the, the horse, the carousel horse gets a hold of a pizza cutter and just like starts slicing his face with the pizza cutter and, and lunch, or I'm not sorry, lunchbox. Pizza, pizza guy is like, oh, this must be how pizza feels. Like, oh, this is taking so long. Like, oh, this hurts so much. Like, oh, it just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, and Duke's like, yeah, maybe I picked the wrong weapon for this. <laughs> Which is so dumb. But yeah. God damn it. As, as we're gonna say this a lot about this movie. It's so dumb, but it's so good. <laughs> and at this point. It's, I think uh, what cool, Cowboy Cool shows up, right? Yeah. And he shoots. Well, no, so what? they lock, they try to lock the Duke out. Cowboy Cool shows up. And they're like, how the fuck did you get in here? Like, the front door yeah. was wide open, guys. Like, I just yeah. literally walked in. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that was Lunchbox's job. It's Lunchbox. It's like, I thought you were just telling me to, like, you know, like, keep calm, like, lock it down. <laughs> Hey, it's Cowboy Cool. I told him to eat my dick earlier. 
<laughs> a cowboy cool shows up with his magic gun. Mm-hmm. It gets an axe in the spine for his trouble. Yep. Uh, this makes Lunchbox feel bad that he told him to eat his dick earlier. <laughs> they go hide uh, in the closet. Right. And Duke is like, really? You fuckers hid in the closet? That's the most cliche place to hide ever. Yeah. Um, and so he goes for the closet. They escape. Cowboy. They escape and run outside. Cowboy yep. Cool turns out isn't all the way dead and lassos Duke. Right. Well, actually, but Duke, I think, confronts Lunchbox and the sister first. And that is where the sister's like, I'm going to tweet. I'm going to cheap out, tweet, you know cheap out to all my followers about how like this is the worst party ever and like hashtag uh pizza block cock block hashtag Karis hell yeah <laughs> and, and we're like she said the thing <laughs> she did it she did it and then he kills her yeah like Duke ends up killing her I don't remember even how me either that he's say it and he's gonna go for lunchbox, and that's when Cowboy Cool shows up and shoots uh, Duke through the neck, and he bleeds rainbow blood out of his neck, like sprays rainbow blood out of his neck, which is a fun practical effect. And then uh, it collapses, and then Cowboy Cool dies. Yeah, he he tells he, he tells uh, lunchbox to run on home, get home, be safe, and he's like, yeah, but it's like a mile away. <laughs> it's so far from my little stubby legs. So he's he heads home a mile away, which apparently takes him thirty six fucking hours to walk. Because it goes from being dark to being sunny. Yeah, like middle of the afternoon ass sunny. So he's been walking for like sixteen hours somehow. <laughs> and this vehicle starts coming down the road, he tries to flag down the vehicle. But but then he realizes the vehicle isn't slowing down, and instead it was shifting gears, and uh, and then uh, he realizes that the that Duke is driving this vehicle, and it like plows into him, knocks him down. Duke puts it in reverse and like backs up over his corpse just to make sure he's really dead. And there's this whole monologue that Duke is giving during this that I don't remember anything about. Yeah, basically he's an evil unicorn and fuck people. Yeah. And then, and then, there, then there's a stinger. Yep. This is important. And it is important, actually. So the um, the mother turns out she had been called to this party to be a stripper. Yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah. And so she gets there. She's like, oh, there's blood. Oh, blood everywhere. Good thing I had a course on this. <laughs> and then she goes upstairs because she hears somebody crying. And... Uh, also, at some point, Preston bought it during the movie, folks. We didn't mention that specifically, but they're Preston all dead. Was killed by the unicorn. Uh, poor boy. Um, and then she, she, she opens up the door to the bedroom, and there is a newborn unicorn-human hybrid that apparently came out of Sarah shortly. Yeah, ago. the gestation period of human. Possessed carousel, uh, horse, carousel horse hybrids horse. is like twelve minutes, apparently. <laughs> yep. And then we cut. Then we cut the credits, and that movie's over. What did you think of that movie, Chris? Um, boy, is it better than it has any right to be. Like, you're gonna start watching this, and you're gonna say to yourself, "The fuck am I watching this for? Is this really what happens?" With my Sunday afternoons, I start drinking at 3.30, I get on Tubi, I watch this fucking trash. For an hour and five minutes. It is like 65 minutes long. Yeah. But without then, commercials. Without commercials. Then you're like, wait, no, okay, that bit is actually kind of funny. Okay, nope, alright, that was, that was actually kind of funny. Okay, that's not a bad kill. Uh-oh, am I warming up to this stupid bullshit? It seems I might be. 
And then by the time yeah. the pizza guy shows up, you're pretty much already stopped watching it or you're on board. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It knows what it is. It plays it all the way. I They do a pretty good job of the jokes in this. I feel like that's hard to nail in something like this is the, the comedy beats. Yeah. Like a like lot there's of- a bit where like Lunchbox walks in at one point after eating a pizza and processed cheese and pizza sandwich where he just takes like a, a slice of pizza, puts processed cheese on it, and puts another slice of pizza upside down on top of it and eats it. And after a little bit later, he just walks through the kitchen. He's like, oh, I think I need my insulin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the usually a horror comedy, they they try to underline the joke, right? Like anytime there's a joke, it's all get it, get it. This one, it just kind of like lets them go and it's firing them off at such a pace that they land enough. None of them are like anything past like slight, slight sharp exhale out of my nose funny (laughs) yeah but it's there's enough of them that you're kind of (laughs) like yeah Yeah. pizza cutter is a bad weapon (laughs) man she's really fucking that carousel horse like yeah how is he shooting that bro and arrow who the fuck cares (laughs) this is so dumb i it's an hour five minutes just watch it if nothing else you'll be treated to the the best sex scene ever put to celluloid. Yeah. And you'll open yourself up for uh the carousel cinematic universe. Yes, because we were like, well, it's only been an hour. Should we just the next one's only an hour and seventeen minutes. Should we just watch that too and make this like a double feature? And so we did, and we regretted our choice. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think about it's- this one first, Mr. Troy? Uh, this movie, the the first one's fucking hilarious. I love this movie. I would, I want people to watch it. It deserves to be watched. It is, it's short. A worse land will be like, this is the best movie ever. It's only sixty five minutes long. Um, but no, it's it's got pra- good practical effects. The story is funny. It's dumb, but it's funny. Um, the the jokes they layer in are pretty good, and they don't again. They don't like fucking lampshade all the jokes. They're just throw them in and if you catch them you catch them if you don't you don't um so i'm pretty i was i'm pretty on board with this movie i uh thank you uh supposed alleged real cousin for suggesting that one and yeah so we decided to watch the second one and i think i will sum up the second one very quickly by saying uh apparently the nazis created duke back in 1944 who went kind of rogue and so they didn't complete the ritual they needed to complete to make him fully sentient or fully aware or whatever so he went to sleep and then he managed to wake himself up in the first movie and we had the first movie and then they go to find him in the second movie and they his son robbie apparently uh grows very quickly uh grow much faster than a human child because he's a human uh unicorn carousel horse hybrid um they the nazis capture capture him uh, there is a gay sex scene with the with the unicorn that is not nearly as fun because one, the guy keeps his underwear on. I'm not sure how you have sex in your underwear, uh, but and also like I don't, it just didn't it didn't have the same like soul to it. Like it felt like they'd be like, oh, we gotta have a sex scene, right? I guess we can just put a sex scene in here with the unicorn because the first one had it and that was really well received. So let's do it again. But it wasn't like they were like. The the dude like it was just the dude didn't sell it as hard. It just wasn't as good of a bit as the first one. Um, and then he ca- he. Uh, I mean, eventually Duke ends up killing Elsa, the she captain of the SS. She wolf. Well, she wasn't a wolf though. She was a witch. She witch. There we go. Elsa, the she witch of the SS. Because her name was Ilsa, she was in the SS, but she like was like a warlock or a witch or something. Yeah. And that that movie, I I think both I, they'll speak for both Chris and I and say, yeah, it was a bad idea. 
to follow up the first one with the second one. It almost put me to sleep before this podcast. It was that bad. It was not good. Zero out of ten. Yeah, we do not watch. But we did watching Chris. What are we watching next week? Uh, We are watching something about crystal birds. I don't remember. (laughs) That would be uh, a bird with the crystal plumage. That's suggested to us by Kylie. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Kylie, for suggesting that ahead of time. And also, again, props to uh, supposed alleged real cousin Brett Sontag, too. They could bring up destruction for uh, suggesting this one. So what if other people would want to suggest a thing? How so? How, Troy? Well, f- first, I would have them light their cigarette in the most awkward way possible, <laughs> which is what happens in the second movie when the lady, like, I don't know, like, she has her light- cigarette in her mouth, she's got the lighter, and then she has her hand just, like, sp- splayed in front of it like i don't know like what that was supposed to do like i've seen people like cup their hand around the cigarette when they're lighting it but not just like open palm like fingers out thumb out as far as they will go in front of it while they're lighting their cigarette that was the one thing that stood out to me is just wild in that movie um but anyway, they could go to uh, our Discord at discord.sarspence.com and go to the hashtag movie requests channel to uh, request movies. Um, they could also go to hashtag Facebook, and where we are Slaughterhouse Princess. They could go to hashtag Twitter, where we are at Slaughter Prince. I guess you could say X, but it's Twitter. Who the fuck cares? Uh, which is Slaughter Princess, no vowels and princess. They could go to hashtag Reddit, where we are at... Sl- at our subreddit, r slash SHP podcast. They could email us at hashtag uh, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, they could also give us hashtag money at a store or patreon.sarsprincess.com. Yeah. All of those are viable. Probably. Someone As long as Chris has been paying for the domain registrations. Yeah, I think I have. Okay. Probably. Not Facebook's, though. I ain't paying for no Facebook. <laughs> nope. So go back next time for the movie we're going to watch. Bird with Crystal Plumage. And other movies, other podcasts, uh, yep. podcast hashtag talk about movies. We'll hashtag drink about movies. Hashtag goodbye. Get in your fucking lane, carousel.